We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I will be joined here pretty soon by my DallasBasketball.com uh, colleague and our Mavs Step Back correspondent. Grant Afseth, and we have a lot of good things to talk about. Uh, the Mavs defeated the Los Angeles Lakers, a hot Los Angeles Lakers team uh, on Tuesday night. It was the Mavs' second night of a back-to-back. They beat the Memphis Grizzlies 120-113 on Monday night. All these injuries piling up, you know, Kyrie Irving out, Josh Green out, um, Grant Williams and Tim Hardaway Jr. missed time. Those two returned for Tuesday's not, Tuesday night's game against the Lakers and had big performances. Luca did his thing. And Dante Exum, a Mavs revelation. Uh, it just continues to uh, – he continues to light up Mavs Twitter with his performance. So a lot of great things to talk about. Uh, the Mavs are now 4-0 and uh, with Dante Exum starting. Uh, we'll go through all the stats and all the, you know, all the technical stuff, and I'll get Grant's take on, you know, what he witnessed uh, tonight at American Airlines Center. But 
Before we do that, I just want to tell you guys, uh, I appreciate the support. We are approaching 15,000 subs on YouTube. Uh, I have tried to stay more consistent with the YouTube stuff this year uh, since I have, you know, uh, a more stable internet connection than what I've had in previous years. I kind of let the video stuff go, but you guys have been awesome. I truly appreciate it. Uh, if you if you don't mind going and hitting that subscribe button on YouTube, I would really appreciate that. Uh, be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to give yourself a chance to win future giveaways. We give away T-shirts. Uh, we'll do random jersey giveaways. Uh, Every now and then we'll do ticket giveaways. So be sure to do that and to put your social media at, you know, wherever we can contact you because every time we go to do a giveaway, we select randomly from uh, the Apple podcast review section. So it's an easy way to throw your name into the hat, uh, you know, and we keep track of, you know, who wins a giveaway and everything. So it's not like somebody's going to win uh, a giveaway multiple times in a row. Uh, you have a, you know, a chance to win every single time without, you know, somebody else previously uh, winning it. So uh, before we get into everything and before I, you know, have Grant on here, I want to tell you guys about the Sleeper app. If you enjoy daily fantasy sports and if you think you know basketball, uh, I would highly recommend you get the Sleeper app uh, and you can use our promo code Step Back all capital letters, all one word, uh, S-T-E-P-B-A-C-K, and get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Uh, the Sleeper app super easy to use. Uh, I've used it several times already. Uh, the last time I came on here and actually did the ad segment was uh, before that Portland Trailblazers game uh, last Friday, I believe it was. Or no, it was Thursday. It was the day before the game. And surprisingly, I got all my picks right. <laughs> I usually get at least one of them uh, wrong, but, uh, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back there. Did a good job. Got all four right. Uh, and now I'm looking at tomorrow's slate. Obviously, the Mavs don't play. They, they're off until Thursday when they take on the uh, the West-leading Minnesota Timberwolves. That'll be a fun game. But I'm looking at Wednesday's slate for my sleeper picks and we've got the Philadelphia 76ers and the Detroit Pistons. We've got the new Orleans Pelicans and the Washington wizards. Uh, some news came out today that uh, the wizards are moving to Virginia. So that's some, uh, that's some crazy news that kind of got buried by all the Mavs Lakers and other NBA action that happened on Tuesday night. But um, then we've got the Charlotte Hornets and the Miami heat tomorrow night. We've got the Atlanta Hawks versus the Toronto Raptors, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Houston Rockets, and the Indiana Pacers versus the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, we're going to start. I'm going to make three picks for tomorrow night's slate. We're going to start with the Pelicans and the Wizards. Uh, let's start with Herb Jones. His assists plus rebounds are uh, 7.5 for the over-under. I'm going to take the over on that. I think her, her I, I want to say Herb, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Herb. So <laughs> Herb Jones over on 7.5 assists plus rebounds in the Pelicans Wizards game uh, for tomorrow night, which is Wednesday night. 
Now we're going to move over to the Indiana Pacers Milwaukee Bucks game. Obviously, that's you know, anytime you have the 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 Pacers involved, you know, I like to take the over because they're the best offensive team in the league. They can light it up. Uh, this will be, you know, the Pacers' first game since uh, losing to the Lakers in the in-season tournament championship over the weekend. So I feel like they'll come out and play really well. The Bucks, you know, they don't have a great defense. Damian Lillard, uh, I don't think he's going to do anything to stop Halliburton. So Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton's over-under for points is 27.5. I think that's an easy over, in my opinion. I think he will, uh, you know, definitely go over that. Damian Lillard, over-under on points, 26.5. Again, you know, the Pacers don't play much defense either, so I would take the over for Lillard, too. He's coming off a rough shooting performance, and I feel like, you know, he's due to bounce back and get his points. So that's my three picks. Uh, take the Take the over for... Herb Jones and the Pelicans versus the Wizards on Wednesday night. Uh, the over for him was 7.5 for rebounds plus assists. I'd take the over there. And then again, the Pacers versus the Bucks. I'm taking the over for 27.5 points for Tyrese Halliburton. I'm also taking the over of 26.5 points for uh, Damian Lillard as well. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so all the 
house cleaning is out of the way, and I've got my guy Grant Afseth here with me. Uh, he was at American Airlines Center for the 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 thrilling Mavs Lakers. It was one twenty seven, one twenty four. It seems like every time these teams get together, uh, you know, it's it, it's really fun. It, it turns out to be a nail biter. The last time the Mavs played the Lakers. They were up by as many as 20 points. The The Lakers came all the way back, took the lead late. Kyrie Irving hit a three, and the Mavs won. Derek Lively got hurt in that one. So uh, this one, it was much more high scoring, obviously. Uh, and Luca, he did his thing. You know, had a – let me pull up the, the box score here just so I'm not rattling off of memory here. But he had 33 points. He had 17 assists. And he had six rebounds. He also had a steal. Played great. 43 minutes on a second night of a back-to-back. Just MVP-level stuff from Luka. Didn't necessarily shoot the ball great. He was 12 of 28 overall, 3 of 10 from 3. But, you know, it's this is the kind of stuff you like to see from your MVP candidate. Second night of a back-to-back against a good team, a hot Lakers team that had won, I believe, nine of its last 11 games coming into this one. Uh, and you know, to get that win after winning the night before in Memphis, that's that's pretty good stuff. The Mavs are now 15 and 8, that's the best start in the Jason Kidd era. Uh, they they weren't seven games over 500 all of last season, so they've they've already started out uh really well this year, and they're third in the West. And it looks like something that's sustainable because you know, all of the injuries piling up hasn't affected this team so far they've won four in a row and what is your i mean out of everything you saw tonight what is your biggest takeaway i mean we'll, we'll go into a lot of things here but what's your biggest takeaway from the Mavs win over the lakers tonight yeah i think it was overall just the way the team managed to handle countering double teams even without Kyrie irving available because you know if you think back to like just the big picture stuff a lot of this team's construction the idea was that oh because they have Kyrie they're going to be better equipped to handle defenses that are going to be really aggressive uh, that are like trying to, you know, really get the ball to Lucas hands. And, you know, last year's roster didn't have the same type of pieces like Dante Exum, Tim Hardaway Jr. And then, well, I mean, he was on the team last year, but he wasn't playing at this level as he is this year. And then Grant Williams, a new addition as well. I think they, as well as other players too, but they really made the defense pay on the weak side often. Uh, and, you know, they made, I, I think, 20 or more threes in this game overall. Forgot the exact number, but uh, they, they were shooting very well from three. They got into the paint when needed. And, you know, not having Kyrie to be another, like, key element to that overall mix was very encouraging, especially when you've seen it, like, two nights in a row. Like, the, Gri- the Grizzlies were very, you know, aggressive in their approaches as well, too, to get the ball to Lucas' hands and just make it hard on him uh, with blitzing, double teams, and, you know, all kinds of, like, loading up the paint. And Lakers did more of the same tonight. And, you know, just seeing more and more of those defenses, the Mavericks are going to be better for it. And it doesn't hurt that they've already won four straight games with three of their last opponents being really aggressive with similar styles. Yeah. And, I mean, look, they, the Lakers, you got to give them credit, at, you know, when they made their comeback. Because the Mavs were up by – they were up by 11 at halftime. They pushed that to 15 early in the third quarter. And then the Lakers went on a run. And they led by, I, I believe it was four or six points early in the fourth. They they came all the way back. They led in the fourth, and then the Mavs turned it on. So at that point, you're thinking, okay, second night of a back to back. 
they had a great effort for three quarters. Maybe this is where, you know, they run out of steam and this is it. But it's not what happened. They, they continued to apply the pressure, put their foot on the gas, and they brought it home. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned this, uh, you know, I, I just tweet stuff out during games as I see it. But, you know, I noticed that the Lakers, they did a very good job taking away Lively as a lob threat uh, for most of the game. And, you know, even toward the end of the game, you know, Luca finally got one. <laughs> he, he got uh, lively on two of them, actually. Uh, two really nice lobs there in that fourth quarter, and he finished with eight points, eight rebounds, uh, two steals, and three blocks. So lively in 30 minutes. He had four fouls, but, you know, he still continues to make a, a great impact for the Mavs. And, you know, losing Kyrie hurts, obviously, uh, they were without Tim Hardaway Jr., Grant Williams, Josh Green, and they lost Derrick Jones Jr. in Memphis uh, in that first quarter in Memphis. So, you know, coming back tonight, it helped to get Tim Hardaway Jr. and Grant Williams back for sure, but they were still pretty undermanned. And, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., you mentioned it. He was great. You know, sixth man of the year front runner, in my opinion. Uh, for this season, he has accepted that role. He is, you know, sit, he's acknowledged that guys who have accepted this six man role and taken it seriously in the past for the Mavs have done really well. He's mentioned Jason Terry. Uh, you know, I, I think he's doing as good as anybody could have expected this season 32 points in 37 minutes off the bench, hit five of his 10 threes. Uh, every time the Mavs needed a big bucket, especially early in the game. He was there to hit it, and we can't say enough nice things about Dante Exum either. You know, taking two years off, basically, playing overseas, uh, you know, you're a former top five pick uh, in 2015. Everybody considers you a bust because you, you didn't live up to the expectation, and a lot of that's not really on him talent-wise. It was just the injuries and everything, so – you know, to go overseas, to work on his shot, uh, to really just accept a, a smaller role coming back and not having as much pressure on you. You know, you're playing alongside Luca and Kyrie and uh, all these other guys, and you're really not expected to do to do much. You know, after you've already played six years in the NBA, you've taken two years off, and now you've come back and you're on a veteran minimum deal. So the pressure's low, and he has just blown it completely out of the water. You know, before the season, uh, I remember in Vegas, Mark Cuban made the comment. Uh, he went on a Sirius XM radio interview and said that Rashawn Holmes was the steal of the offseason. Well, the Mavs got the steal of the offseason. It wasn't Rashawn Holmes. It was it was Dante Exum. <laughs> he, has, he has been incredible on both ends of the floor. Uh, and, you know, the offense being as good as, as it is is just a cherry on top. He finished with 26 points, 8 of 10 overall, career high, seven three-pointers made. He was 7 of 9 from 3, also had uh, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block in 36 minutes as a starter. The Mavs are 4-0 with Dante Exum starting now. And just to give some context to our people listening and watching here, Grant, Dante Exum hit eight threes before this Lakers game. For the entire season, he hit eight three-pointers, and he hit seven alone in this game. Just crazy stuff. And, you know, they asked him about it after the game, and he, he basically just said, well, I mean, they left me wide open. So 
<laughs> well, what do you expect? So huge stuff from Dante Exum. Uh, I mean, what have you seen from him specifically? Not just the hot shooting we saw tonight, but just overall with his game that's helped this team so much. Yeah, I think it's definitely been a lot of the stuff that we've talked about with him is that, you know, when you have a six foot six guard that has the size, like not just like six foot six and thin, like he's got a great frame for being able to guard wings. Uh, that allows you to have the versatility to really apply pressure getting into the paint, regardless of who else is out on the floor. Like if you if you think about like the, the options they have on a night when Kyrie is out, they're able to play Seth Curry next to Luca. And, uh, you know, obviously Exum as well. And that just puts a lot of skill on the floor that the defense has to account for. And that's not something you really get from a lot of the similar type of players that you would be able to generate offense from, like the way that you got tonight. Uh, I think definitely the size uh, brings even more on the offensive end of the floor where he can really, you know, get into the paint and redrive and things like that in ways that other players on this roster can't. Like you're not going to get like Seth Curry, Tim Hardaway, those types of guys to really like be like super poised uh, late in the clock or like retreat back out pulling the play out and then getting back into the paint and making plays as a passer the way that Exum does. And I think that's an element that they really haven't had. And even when they had, uh, you know, like we, we talked about the, like, I guess relative comparison to Spencer Dinwiddie in terms of like having the, the value of a creator that's that big next to Luca uh, size wise. And, you know, I think there's just a little bit more control and I guess you could say like passing talent with uh, Exum and uh, with the shooting ability, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie to his credit had a lot of like, you know, fishing games, big uh, like three point shooting nights. Uh, so we haven't quite seen, as you said, like eight threes uh, entering tonight from Exum yeah. on the season. Uh, so it's not it's not like uh, this is something like from three point shooting uh, respect that's happening often. But what I like is that, uh, you know, he's really built on what he knows the team needs from him in Portland uh, on Friday, which is crazy to think that that was Friday, you know, like hearing him yeah. make like two threes, <laughs> uh, like kind of like that pivotal late game three in the corner that Luca found him on. Uh, after the game, uh, you know, he was one of the the postgame guys uh, doing media. And he said that, uh, you know, he's turning down too many shots. He thought that it was encouraging, like, that performance and he needs to take more. Well, it's like we've, it hasn't even been a week yet and he's definitely taking more and he's, you know, set a new career high. So I think it's, like, uh, fascinating to kind of see someone, like, even at 29, I'm pretty sure is his age right now, like uh, like still figuring things out on the fly with a new team coming back from the NBA and being like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I really need to lock in and take those threes, not turn them down. And then, oh, I guess it worked out pretty good tonight for sure. Yeah, I mean, he has been on an absolute tear, and you know, I was looking at uh, I was looking at his game even in Memphis. You know, he 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 didn't shoot as good as he did. Tonight, obviously, from three, just one of four. But he had 16 points in Memphis, had six assists, four rebounds, two steals, a block. You know, all of the all of the little things adding up like that, you know, it, that seems to be – even if he's not – I mean, obviously, he's not going to hit seven threes every game. But, you know, all of the little stuff, the, the couple of steals, a block here and there, just playing good, solid defense overall, that stuff has stayed – you know, consistent with him. And it's, it's, I saw somebody mention this on, uh, on Twitter earlier or during the game saying that, you know, this is kind of what the Mavs front office has been looking for all along. Like with, uh, when they tried with Frank Nilakina and they tried with, uh, Josh Richardson going back even further, 
you know, uh, there, there's been a handful of guys they've tried to get to fill this exact role that Exum is filling now. And you're seeing the, the benefits of it. Like it's, it's, it's made the Mavs, like this is a thing where if it continues, it elevates the Mavs into, I don't really want to say full blown title contention, but there's certainly, you certainly have to take them more seriously than just a playoff contender. Uh, you know, if, if that continues on for the rest of the season, especially as the Mavs roster uh, gets healthier as the season progresses. So great stuff from excellent. It's, it's a great story because, you know, a guy who was drafted as high as he was and basically being humbled and having to leave the league and coming back and, uh, you know, having the performance he's had so far in his first season back since 2021 is, is pretty pretty fun to see it's it's a pretty good story to to keep following and over his last three games he's averaging 21.6 points 4.7 rebounds and 5.3 assists (laughs) so he uh he is just killing it and look speaking of guys that uh that have big frames for for not being as tall as you know or being six five six six whatever it is Grant Williams was one of the guys that came back tonight. Look, if if the Mavs hadn't gotten a couple of bodies back tonight in Grant Williams and Tim Hardaway Jr., this might be a completely different story. Luca might have gone out and gotten his, but you know if they didn't get the production they got from Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, and Grant Williams, two guys that didn't play last night, you know this could be a much much different feel <laughs> to this post game recap because Grant Williams he came back. And, you know, during uh, the last six games before he missed, uh, he missed three, three games in a row to a bone bruise in his knee. The six games before he missed, he was averaging 6.5 points. He shot 29.3% overall and 22.6% from the field. So he was in a major slump. Maybe the knee thing had something to do with it, and the Mavs were like, okay, well, we're going to pull the plug on this for a while until you get better. And then he comes back and scores 19 points uh, while playing some pretty solid defense on LeBron at times and went 7 of 9 overall and hit 5 of his 7 threes. So Grant Williams comes back. was great to see him start uh, hitting some shots again. What did you think about his comeback performance after missing three games? Yeah, I think as you said, it could have been a very different story without him because, you know, with his frame, this is definitely the type of matchup that he's especially helpful for where it's more like power players like LeBron being like much bigger than usually like almost any perimeter player that's going to guard him. Uh, You know, having someone that can like wall up and like kind of hold your ground and be physical with them and be a tone setter, I think definitely – uh, would have been missed because, you know, you think about who else could have got minutes, you know, if you have to turn to, I guess you could say uh, Omax, but a rookie having to guard LeBron, that's, you know, definitely could be a different story yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with the way that turns out uh, tonight. And then, you know, other guys like AJ Lawson, he's pretty thin overall uh, as well. So like that, that would have been a challenging situation there. So I think, uh, you know, you factor in all the times, you know, the ball found, you know, Grant Williams facing the floor and he made the defense pay that just adds up. Uh, throughout the course of the game and you they needed every little bit of it too because you know you you have Grant Williams hitting threes Tim Hardaway uh, you know making a lot of plays hitting threes and then you know as we said they left Exum open one pass away often uh, to load up on Luca and he made them pay if one of those guys was off today that it could have been a very different story as well from that one standpoint so they needed everything that they had and you know that, that's to be expected against one of the best teams in the West 
Uh, so, you know, overall, it was just very encouraging to see, you know, Grant Williams come back and, you know, execute because it definitely was, uh, you know, like, as you mentioned, it was a struggle for him before that, uh, you know, that period where he started miss games and, you know, going forward, he's going to be needed, especially with Derek Jones, you know, having his uh, injury. We don't know how long he'll be out for, and there's no practice tomorrow since the back, it was a back to back. So we won't really know much more, uh, you know, probably until before this upcoming game on Thursday against the Timberwolves. But, you know, that's another team where you need size and a power player because, you know, Carl Towns, Rudy Gobert, uh, you know, those those are the definition of power players, uh, big uh, front court. So great timing to get uh, Grant Williams back for sure. Well, we saw it in preseason. Mavs played two games against Timberwolves, and they struggled uh, in both of those games against them. So now obviously the Derek Lively we have now that we've been watching for the last several games is a different Derek Lively uh, than what the Timberwolves saw in preseason. That being said, you know, Rudy Gobert is still a defensive player of the year candidate. (laughs) Carl Anthony Towns is still really hard to guard and the Mavs are, you know, they have some injuries. So we'll see how it goes. The Timberwolves are playing some great basketball. They're the number one team in the West. The Mavs aren't too far behind them though. 2.5 games in the standings. They're third in the West. Tonight was kind of like a way too soon uh, Western Conference first round playoff preview because the Lakers are six and the Mavs are third. So it's like, you know, if, if the playoffs started today, tonight would have been a game one. And man, I don't know. I don't know if my uh, my heart, my blood pressure could take a seven game series of Mavs Lakers. It's, it's, it's too much fun every time they get together. There's big leads and then there's blown leads and uh, it ends up being way too close. So, but it's fun. It's fun. I'm not complaining. It, <laughs> another uh, another thing. Uh, Luca has kind of closed the gap on LeBron now. Uh, before this season started, he was seven and four against LeBron all time. He's now only down seven to six after the the two wins this season. So, uh, Luca he continues his MVP pace. He's the front runner for MVP right now, in my opinion. I feel like if the Mavs stay in that top three, top four in the West for the duration of this season and the numbers he's putting up, shooting a career high from three, his free throw percentage is up like four or five points from what it normally is. I think this is the year he's going to win MVP if he keeps this up, in my opinion. He's just – he's playing too good of basketball. I mean, if if you had to pick right now your MVP for the season, who would you pick? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I probably would pick Luca because I think we're now seeing like the epitome of value, especially uh, beyond just like what he normally provides. Like Kyrie is out and he's, you know, really gutting it out for, you know, the Mavs. Like he's playing through, you know, painful stuff, uh, getting checked to the floor in Memphis, uh, you know, by David Roddy finishing the game, leading them to a win. And, uh, you know, that if you think about it as well, I know Kyrie had an injury in the last Memphis matchup. But, you know, Luca was out and they really struggled. And, you know, Kyrie struggled in that game as well. And that was a loss by double figures. And then, you know, very shortly after in the upcoming games, now Luca uh, is the solo star, if you will, available. He played through, you know, an issue of his own, you know, thrived and got the job done. And then on the second out of the back-to-back against the NBA in-season tournament uh, champions, uh, managed to uh, lead a victory. And if, if you get a win against the in-season tournament champions, that's got to count for something, right? You know, hey. uh, 
extra hey, Fire, MVP bulletin board material. <laughs> you, you see all these cherry picked stats after every single game. It seems like with history being made and stuff, and it's like, okay, well, the Mavs they're they're the first team to ever beat the in season tournament <laughs> champion. So <laughs> maybe this is a good sign for what's to come the rest of the season. So, uh, but look, uh, it's fun game uh, all around. I mean it. Uh, again, it was a pleasant surprise for me personally because, like I said, after that run the Lakers made uh, at the end of the third quarter heading into the fourth and how the fourth quarter started, I thought, you know, the Mavs had just kind of run out of gas and it kind of felt like a scheduled loss at that point. So for them, like you said, to gut it out, Lucas specifically and the other guys, uh, you know, it's, it's a really pleasant surprise. And the Mavs, again, they're off to their best start in the Jason Kidd era. And – you know, we'll see We'll see where it goes from here. It's going to be a tough game on Thursday against the Timberwolves, but, you know, if, uh, if they're shooting the ball like they did tonight against the Lakers, they'll have a very good chance to win that one too. So we will see how it goes. Grant, I appreciate you joining me. Uh, the rest of all of you out there listening, watching, I appreciate it as well. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Go over to Grant's channel, Grant Afseth on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button over there as well. And you can follow along with all of our Mavs conversations on Twitter, or X, formerly known as Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trig and at, at Grant Afseth as well. Uh, Grant, again, I do appreciate you joining me tonight. Enjoy uh, the day off tomorrow with uh, no Mavs practice. And uh, I'm sure even though, you know, there's no practice or anything, you're going to have DallasBasketball.com flooded per usual. So <laughs> The content never stops. <laughs> it never stops. Year, it's year-round. It never stops. And, uh, you know, I honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's a grind sometimes, but I do enjoy it. So, you know. <laughs> For sure. And it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting stretch coming up because, you know, they're looking beyond Timberwolves uh, matchup on Thursday. Uh, you know, a, a, rematch, a rematch against the Nuggets and, I mean, also the Trailblazers to a lesser extent uh, on that road trip. It's going to be very interesting uh, to see how, you know, after we saw that NBA in-season tournament matchup earlier in the year, like at the almost very beginning of the year against the Nuggets. Very curious to see how that one goes. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have to uh, bet on the techs uh, over-unders because uh, Luka and, uh, and yeah. Jokic have been starting to, to get, uh, you know, a lot of referee uh, situations. Jokic, yeah, is, especially uh, Jokic. He's, he's been getting thrown out of games. And I, I saw before. On Serbian Heritage Night in Chicago, he yeah. got thrown out. <laughs> and then and then uh, uh, Draymond, too. He he had another dumb, like he, he like hit Nurkic in the head and then acted like he was, oh, I didn't mean to do that. But it was clearly a punch in the head and he got suspended. And he was just suspended for five games for doing something else stupid. Like, I, I don't I don't understand, but. That that's warranted. I don't know if the Jokic uh, ejection was warranted tonight, but you know, he, he's going through a little bit of a rough patch with that. So we'll see. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to look at the over under stuff really closely for that game. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, y'all, we appreciate it. Y'all go have a great rest of your Tuesday night. Have a great rest of the week. Uh, I'm gonna try to come back on here either Thursday night or Friday morning. Uh, worst case scenario, it might be. Monday of next week because honestly I did not expect the start of this week to be as busy as it has been uh, with the day job stuff so we'll see you know I said I wasn't going to record tonight either but then things happen and I'm like well we, we kind of have to record tonight so you know <laughs> we appreciate it y'all y'all have a great one we'll see you next time